Welcome to Picture It Podcast. I'm Brooke. And I'm Cindy. <laughs> this is a podcast devoted to the 1980s classic, The Golden Girls. I have to say what I feel. Miami has so much appeal. A great place to get a seafood meal. Miami. which aired December 14th, 1985. Rose has been dating Dr. Jonathan Newman and begins to think their relationship is leading to the altar. However, she begins to have second thoughts, especially since he's a midget. But not an aqua midget. (laughs) No, not an aqua midget this time. (laughs) Alright, so the episode starts out. Uh, We're in the kitchen. Sophia has a suitcase. She lays it on the kitchen table. Or their dining room table, or I guess it's it's technically a kitchen. I don't know the way their kitchen's shaped, or whatever. Well, do they even have a dining room? No, I think they it's don't just have a dining room. An Eden kitchen. Yes, yes. It just is so weird to me because it's sort of like a square with like a little second square. With how enormous that house is, and they have an Eden kitchen. Yeah, <laughs> with only three chairs. Uh, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> anyway, so she opens up the suitcase and lays it on the table, and then she starts like running back and forth between the cabinet and the suitcase, putting. These jars of sauce in the suitcase. Uh, Dorothy comes in and says, what are you doing? Uh, Sophia says that she, you know, she says, uh, what does it look like I'm doing? You know, one of those kind of things. But she's taking clam sauce to her, her son Phil's house because uh, his wife, who we don't know her name yet, but later on we find out her name is Angela. And, oh, what does she call her? She was calling her Big Sally. That's what she was calling her. <laughs> Later on, that's when Phil passes away. We find that out. Um, anyway, um, Phil's wife doesn't cook because she works all day. And then we find out that she's a welder. And, you know, so she spends 12 hours, 10 hours a day welding. And they have, and then we also find out that he has 10 kids. And that six, the six boys all share a room. And they're not, they're going to move out of their room. <sighs> So that Sophia can sleep there. Uh, and we also find out that she's going because one of those boys has uh, graduated uh, or is graduating from uh, grooming, dog grooming school or something. Pet grooming. <laughs> yes. Um, something ridiculous. By this time, that you know, all of this sort of exposition, Sophia has closed up her suitcase and they've made it into the living room and they're trying to get out. And she's like, and she makes a comment about, you know, whoop de doo he can he can make one of those balls on the end of a poodle's tail or something. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so Blanche comes in from outside and she talks about how she's met the most wonderful way to meet men. Right, meet men. Right, meet men. Yeah. And of course that's what and I meant wonderful. If you're interested. Well uh, whatever. But Blanche is not. Right. Uh, <laughs> I meant wonderful. I think that's what she said. Uh, she's taking a CPR class. <coughs> oh. Excuse me. Speaking of... Cindy <laughs> is coughing. <laughs> I choke on my water. I was like, and she doesn't take a drink of water, but I didn't realize she was choking on the water, it so was I guess on the that's water. why she didn't take another drink. Okay. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> so she's taking the CPR class, and she goes on to explain that six hours of her lying on her back and men... 
a mm. filament blowing air into her limp little yeah, body. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> her. Oh, oh, it's like what? What? <laughs> anyway, and oh, Dorothy. Blanche. Dorothy's like, uh, I thought she's like. So what? You did you did that same thing at, at McSorley's bar on Super Bowl Super Weekend, weekend. <laughs> which made us talk about oh. how we love that they go like. Well, Cindy thought it would be great to have a Super Bowl party with them. Yes, I would go to a bar with these girls and watch the Super Bowl. But yeah, but that they go out to parties and stuff, and they do things. They go, they, they, they were in bowling competitions. Mm-hmm. We've seen so far. They, you know, like in the future, they're going to do beauty pageant. Beauty, yes. I mean, uh, granted, it was a mother daughter beauty pageant, but still, still uh, <laughs> like talking about like pool parties and birthday parties yeah there's frequent episodes that open presumably after a party or concerts or concerts i mean they went to the madonna concert yeah Yeah. you know so they are fun ladies yeah and i don't know when people went from then thinking like i don't know maybe i feel like then my grandparents who were that age at that time thought they felt that they were old too that they were old, you know, they weren't like that and that they were old, but I don't know. Maybe it's because they had their grandkids around reminding them how old they were. Right. <laughs> and it's easy to think that these are just a bunch of old ladies who stay at home because it's a sitcom and they rarely change scenery and we don't, we rarely ever see these events and things that they do. It's just them talking about it or alluding to it. Yeah. I mean, and then sometimes we see it, but so it's easy to forget that they do go out and do things. Sophia goes to the horse track all the time. <laughs> yeah. And the dog track, apparently, from the first one. Yeah. You know, and they go to movies and plays and all kinds of stuff. Yeah. So, you know, they live active lives. and They're cultured. Anyway, um... It's not just a bunch of old ladies sitting around feeling sad for themselves, like my old boss thought, apparently... Because she was, didn't want to watch it because she didn't want to make herself feel old. And I'm like, what? No. When what? I'm that age, this is what I'm going to watch and be inspired. And this is what you're going to want to be. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. I aspire to be Blanche one day. We digress. She's my hero. <laughs> Dorothy's also kind of my hero. Okay. And Sophia. So, Sophia leaves the room. You know, she's got to continue packing or whatever. Rose comes in. From her room down the hall, and she's wearing this green dress, um, kind of wrap sort of looking dress oh, at the it's top. So pretty. With a little, I like, would wear it. Peplum and stuff, yeah. And it's got like a little like print on it. And she's like, "How do I look?" And they're like, "Oh, you look lovely." And of course, Blanche is like, "Oh, you look so good. Someone might think that's real silk or something to that effect." Did you write down what she said? No, she it's mentioned like polyester. Poly- yeah, make that people think that polyester is real silk or yeah. something. And then poor Rose is like, "It is real silk," and it's like it probably is because silk was a big deal back then. Yeah. I had silk shirts. I know I talked about this the other day, but you know, I had more silk shirts in my lifetime than I'd care to count, I think. <laughs> like, there are a lot of school pictures wearing <laughs> silk shirts. I'd like to see these. <laughs> Maybe I'll break some out for you later. Gosh, we should do a Pinterest board of, like, things we talk about. <laughs> do they do on the JV Club? Nice. Yeah. Okay. It's not actually Janet who does it. She's, like, a fan who mm-hmm. became a friend of the show, yeah. and she does the Pinterest boards. Oh, yeah, sort of like... It's a, really cool. Like, it puts a visual sort of, to a podcast. It's sort of like how I do the Tumblr for Pop Culture Leftovers, or right. how I did all of the history of all of the episodes of Up Yours Downstairs up until a point. Oh, you did do that? Yeah, I did all of I it. I knew, like, you were friends with the people who did yeah, that no, podcast. Yeah, no, I did. The, I didn't know you actually the, like, worked for it. I did, like, the his Like, I wrote down everything... The history of the actual podcast, so everything they ever talked about. And every nickname they ever nice. called everybody oh, up until that'd be handy list January. There's lots of nicknames for somebody. <laughs> yeah. So like up until like January, I did all of that. So, um, and then I got bombarded by the old terrible job I had. And our clock is dinging because I forgot to take it out, but that's okay. Oh, well. background noise. Yeah. Whatever. Please do not be alarmed because it's not an alarm. If the mic is even picking it up, it's just a know. grandfather clock. Oh, it probably is. It's a good mic. Come on. <laughs> I mean, for a snowball. Oh, yeah. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> anyway. Rule of podcasting number one. They want to know. 
They want to know, you know, if she's going out with this friend, because she said she's going out with a friend. friend if it's the same friend that she's gone out with five times in the last three weeks. Yo. Yeah, and so it is, and his name is Dr. Jonathan Newman. Like, I can't even, like, say it like normal. I know, it's a very... Dr. Jonathan Newman. He's a psychiatrist. name? <laughs> then he'd be like... Dr. Jonathan Newman, Newman. Hardworth the Fourth, or something. I don't know. It's <laughs> just mm-hmm. like making up long names. Chattersby, or something. Chattersby. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just making Son up. of Beverly and Winston Newman. Newman Members of Chattersby. the Old Oaks Country Club. <laughs> My first he was, he was number four on the, on the water polo team. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, okay, so her and the doctor are going to dinner. Woohoo. Um <laughs> Yeah, so then that's the end, whatever. We cut to uh to later. I don't like I yeah. don't know, next day, next week, it's whatever. Day. It's yeah. some other time. And they're out on the Lanai and Rose is pissed off at the at, at Blanche because she's uh she's invited Dr. Newman to come eat dinner with them. Blanche has. Without asking Rose. Because Rose keeps putting it off. And I think it had been oh how long did they say it had been? Like a week or couple weeks? Like this yeah. Or like no. I um, think like it had been like a week. Dates. Yeah. 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 Cause she was talking about the last I've been asking you to the last week or whatever she yeah. says. Anyway, we know it's been last a while. Last three times you went out with him. I yeah, that kind of thing. Him. Yeah. And you never did. So I thought when he called here, I'd ask him. Well, and Rose is all like, you don't know that I'm mad kind of thing. And they're like, uh, no, you purse your lips together so hard you lose your top lip or, or your bottom lip or yeah. whatever. Or like your lips get small. When yeah, you like your lips disappear or something. And, it's, yeah. and so she's mad. <laughs> Betty White is making this face where her lips are all like curled in and you can't see them and I do that sometimes because I think of this to my husband and I think it's hilarious you know so I'm like mm. you know what that reminds me of oh god <laughs> that's what? how J.K. Rowling described Professor McGonagall in the books how she would purse her lips and like they would disappear kind of nice thing. yes yeah. nice <laughs> sorry HP fans out there know what I'm talking about <laughs> It's like, I don't, I'm still not allowed to read Tim's books because I'm a terrible book Wait, have you not handler. No, I've never read them. Do you want to borrow mine? I can't. You're what, you, you like bend your books and stuff, right? I am not gentle with books. Yeah, okay. That's so, why I won't borrow books from yeah, people. No, but yeah. But people can I, totally borrow books Because from me. he won't let me read his. All, all of my husband's books look like they've never been read. So, um. <laughs> yeah, he would never let me borrow. I'm so, because you know, I have to hold them so close to my face. I bend them all yeah, up. Yeah, good so. point. Okay. Because like, I don't think of books as like something sacred. <laughs> um, like they're nice to look at and stuff, but. The interior. Exactly. The words is, are what's important. Is what's sacred. <laughs> anyway, holy cow, we are not okay. talking. No, we totally got way off. Okay. (laughs) So, Rose is mad, and they tell her to go check on dinner and blah, blah, blah. And Blanche goes on to Dorothy and tells her how she's so excited to meet Dr. Newman because he was so fascinating on the phone that he even, like, um, interpreted her dream (laughs) of her. And I look... I don't know if I can say the whole thing or not, if I can remember the whole thing. But she says, you know, the one where I'm running naked through a train that keeps going through tunnels and there's a there's a big hairy bodybuilder chasing me. Like, that's how she <laughs> says it. Like, she says me at the end. Because it's like, it's like, it's like Rue McClanahan was trying to get the whole thing out with the accent yeah. in one breath. And so I think it's hilarious. Is it just me, or does her southern accent get thicker with each episode? Since it does, yeah, yeah. It does, because it's like, they were like, oh, she's got an Oklahoma accent. It's like, no, she really doesn't even have an Oklahoma accent. So then she started having, an, like, trying to have a southern belle accent. Yeah, it just gets, whew. Anyway, but I, I love it, because she just, like, tries to get it all out in one breath, and it, anyway, and it's just amusing to me. I like it. Um, and of course, he thinks it's sexual. <laughs> and Dorothy's like, uh, of course he thinks it's sexual. You you have to smoke a cigarette after you have that dream. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so they've made their way back into the living room. 
the doorbell rings. Uh, Dorothy is sitting in the chair, sits down in the chair where she's got her back to the door. And so Blanche opens the door and she's like, she's like, oh, we already get the Miami Herald. Thank you. Or something like that to, or whatever. Sorry, little boy or whatever. And slams the door. Well, everybody sees that it's an adult man, little person, midget dwarf guy or whatever. <laughs> like little person. I Sorry. Anyway. Well, we should have looked up what the. I think little person is the correct, you know, the nice thing to say. I don't know. Um, I assume that midget came from something else that was small, so that's why it's... Right. Or it was from somebody being mean. and I don't know. I assume that's what it was, you know, that they transferred it for something small to small people, and so that's why it's offensive. Ah. You know, does that make sense? Yes. Um, anyway, or it's just because... People are usually rude when they say it. <laughs> you know, they could just be mean, you know, like calling people names right, it and using, just it, something bad. using it to be, yeah. So anyway, so, you know, we notice he's a little person, but Blanche is just like fluttering around and has no idea. Yeah. Because she's so not then, expecting. Yeah, and so then she swirls around and goes back and heads back the other way, and the doorbell rings again, and Dorothy's like, oh, these Donaldson kids or whatever, because <laughs> yeah. Blanche tells her she thinks it's a Donaldson boy selling the newspaper. And that it's hard to get rid of them. What did she say? Something about uh, they're just like their dad. And they're hard to get rid of. Like she she mentioned something about like their dad like hitting on them or something, hitting on her or whatever. Like at a party and couldn't get them off her. And uh, anyway, um, so Dorothy opens the door this time, and she was like, "Oh, hello." <laughs> and like before she can really say anything, yeah, he just comes out and says, just, "Hello, I'm Dr. Jonathan Newman." Yeah, and then she's like, "Yeah, oh, yeah." And he's like, "Um uh, you know, oh, Rose hasn't really Oh, what does she say? Oh, let me wait. What does she say first? Does she say, "Let me take your height." She says, "Let me take yeah. your height." I mean, hat. And then he goes, "Oh, you must be Dorothy. Rose has told me a lot about <laughs> you." And she goes, Oh, there's something she forgot to tell us about you, you know, kind of thing. And so, you know, he's used to people looking at yeah. him because he's, he's short. He's not phased at all by any of this nonsense. They're, like, I've only... I've only known a couple little people, which seems odd to say, because if you knew me, you know that I'm small, but I'm not small enough to be considered a little person. Because <laughs> I'm five feet tall. So I'm like two or three inches too tall, but I've only known a few people who were like, like, one I think was, one little girl was really tiny, and I remember she went to school with us, and then she like, she's worked with one of my friends and stuff, and, you know, whenever you go grow up with these people, you, you right. don't usually think anything of it, so like everybody knew her because we're from a small town, and then another girl I remember worked at like a bank or somewhere, and so she like a little stool to step on, and I'm like, God, I would too, because you know those counters at banks are really high. <laughs> I'm average height, and those are really high for me. <laughs> and I'm like, got my elbows all up in my ears trying to write on them, you know. Anyway, so I met a woman with dwarfism at a stage combat workshop. Oh, yeah, and she was nice. kicking ass. Nice. <laughs> like she had a lot of physical limitations. Because, you know, the swords and stuff that were provided were... Were as big as she was. Right. They yeah. were provided for average mm-hmm. height and weight people. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I don't know, she kicked ass. She made it all work. And yeah. Her and I were, like, combat partners during one exercise. Yeah. And, like, she could knock me down. And I'm a big person. Yeah. Like, she could have How tall are you? 5'5". Five, five. Okay. I was like, I knew you were probably around average, but yeah. everybody's tall to me, just about, so... <laughs> <laughs> You know, I've known a couple people who were shorter than me that weren't considered dwarves or little people or anything. They didn't have any kind of any of that, so, but not very many. (laughs) Um, Especially since I was, like, 18 when I stopped growing, so. (laughs) Um, I like to pretend I'm still growing. (laughs) I want to be as tall as B. Arthur. (laughs) Oh, and then... Which we'll get to some of that in the next episode. Yeah, about that's kite. a good comment. Um, anyway, I'm still on my first, like, little paragraph. I know, we've not gone through any of this. Okay. Um, so, and then Blanche comes <clears throat> so, back into the room. Uh, yeah, and, and Dorothy introduces him yeah. to her. And Blanche... <laughs> she cannot believe it. No, she thinks it's a joke. Yeah. And 
like Rose comes back and Rose is like, oh, Jonathan, hi. And then walks right and makes a beeline to him, right? And so then Blanche just starts laughing, like this uncontrollable laughter. Like, it was sort of, you could tell it was sort of like awkwardy nervous kind of laughter. nervous laughter. Yeah, because she's like, <laughs> oh, God, I wish I were dead. And that is one of my favorite lines of hers ever because. It just delivered so well. I have been in those sort of awkward situations where you put your foot in your mouth and you're like, mm-hmm. oh, no. And that's exactly what I think of. So that's one of my favorite things. And I did post a thing. I don't know if it's posted yet. It might post later, probably. Before this, it probably will have already posted by the time someone listens to this, for sure. Uh, that was like uh, Golden Girls memes on BuzzFeed. Oh, yeah. You know, Golden Girls fans will understand these memes. And one of them, it was just the picture of Blanche making that face and says, God, I wish I were dead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I love it. And there was also one that I posted specifically on my Facebook that said, Thank you for clicking unfriend, and it was Dorothy, and it was awesome. Uh, so I probably had a lot of those after doing this. <laughs> anyway, so Blanche and Dorothy go in the kitchen, and Dorothy tries to convince Blanche that she just needs to calm down, you know, just be a good hostess. He's just a person. Yeah, he's just a person. And then Blanche realizes, oh, if I make him ill at ease, if I'm an ill at ease, he'll be ill at ease, and that would just be unsouthern. You know, she'd be a bad hostess, and if she's not, heaven forbid her do something unsouthern. Because Blanche screams the South. Like, oh, I don't yeah. know why she doesn't wear, like, a Confederate flag or something. Like She's a little classier than that now. That's true. That's <laughs> I don't know if it came on now. Back in the eighties, if it came on now, she probably would be wearing like a Confederate flag shirt and like camo pants. Whatever. I don't know. I hope not. (laughs) I hope not too. I'd miss that considered classy in the south. I'd miss the jumpsuits. I don't Um, know. Blanche is wearing an awesome jumpsuit. You've lived here for ten years. (laughs) I still don't know. (laughs) I don't know. I went to prom in high school. That's as classy as I can remember things getting. All right. <laughs> Listen to me dropping my jeans. <laughs> a digression that doesn't go with this at all, but yesterday my niece was talking about, um, what, oh, she was talking about you can't paint your children's bedroom certain colors because it would be too bright for them. Oh. And she said, you know, you don't want to paint it pink because it'll be too bright. And I said, it'll be what? And she said, bright. And then she made a face. She said, it would be too bright. <laughs> be too bright. I remember bright. the first time I ever said, one time I was just talking. And I was going to say the word pie. Mm-hmm. And I said, pie. Pie. I was like, did, I, did that just come out of my mouth? Pie. You're like or picking flour. it up. Flour. 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 <laughs> like baking a cake. I'll go get some flour. Yeah, like there's not a difference between flour that you bake with and a flour that you find and um oh in the south there is no but there's really not when you say it in the south either it's just you still say it wrong you say them both wrong do you because i always hear flour maybe i'm just determined no i think you're yeah i don't know maybe not maybe you're right i'm probably not right i don't know (laughs) i'm frequently incorrect about my grandfather says pilla pilla and winder winder yeah my husband says washer, and I keep telling him there's not an extra R in that word. And then I say, you're betraying your Indiana roots by saying washer. <laughs> anyway. Wow. Okay. We're bees. Yes. Of course I digress. <laughs> okay. Okay. Ooh, Blanche. So, Don't be so uptight. Got so, it. Blanche. She's just ruining this. I was getting to that. Come oh, on. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say it. I was looking <laughs> okay. at it. So Blanche and Dorothy, you know, go in the kitchen. And while they're talking about being unsouthern, they cut back to Jonathan and Rose. And he's like, uh, your friend is really uptight. And I'm going to have a lot of fun, make, like, teasing her tonight. So that was awesome because he was totally into, like, making fun of her and everything. It was great. Um Anyway, so then we cut to them coming off the lanai, presumably after dinner. They've got these little glasses in their hands. It's a like a dessert wine or something, I assume. Yeah. Uh, is that a paratif? Is that what that is? I don't 
ask me. I, I think know. I can't remember if that's what they call dessert wines or if those come first. Anyway, I'm sorry. I don't. I don't know which fork to use. I'm just kind of going with you this. Start here. at the outside and go on inside. Yeah. yeah. Um. That's how I know for forks. Wine glasses. <laughs> anyway, no, they have these little tiny. These little tiny glasses, and if you've ever seen the movie Only Lovers Left Alive, where they're vampires, they drink the blood out of those glasses. It's just pretty awesome. <laughs> Classiest shit, Tilda Swinton, Tom Hiddleston. Uh, yes. And John Hurt. And John Hurt? Yes, he's, he's in that too. And the girl that plays Alice in Alice in Wonderland that I can't think of her name. Cool. Anyway, if you haven't seen it, you can borrow it. I've got it. Oh, I need to see it. Uh Anyway, more digression. Wow, um, we could not keep on subject no! today. <laughs> like, we couldn't take notes. We couldn't keep on track. No, this was a really good episode. Yeah. Like, so much to like, talk Like, the about. next one was crazier. Like, oh, we, could, we just I kept having to stop. Minutes. Yes, I kept having to stop because neither one of us were taking notes. And I'd have to stop and then we'd take notes and we'd restart it because we were just saying everything. And this yeah. one was almost, like, this one I only stopped, like, once or twice. And the next one we stopped, like, three times. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was because of all that ice cream. <laughs> we ate a lot of ice cream earlier. We did. And mine it was, had donuts in it. Mine had birthday cake in it. And it was good. <laughs> uh, homemade pie and ice cream kitchen, if you ever come to Louisville, Kentucky. It is amazing. Go to homemade pie and ice cream kitchen slash is picture it ice, podcast. Ice cream and pie kitchen. Do I say it wrong every time? I'm always afraid homemade I say it wrong. Homemade ice cream and pie kitchen. Yes. I always say pie first. Sorry. No, me too. It's just easier to say homemade pie and ice cream kitchen than homemade ice cream and pie yeah. kitchen. I don't know why. Yeah, I don't either. it's the ice cream they want to emphasize that is homemade. And it is ice cream that I eat, but I don't know why they're, the pie's homemade too, isn't it? I assume it is. And the cakes and cookies. But and it's all really good. But want to drive home that the ice cream is... Anyway. It's fresh. amazing. Oh my God. Golden Girls. Yes. They've eaten ice cream on the Golden Girls and cheesecake, which <laughs> they have at the ice cream and pie kitchen. Um, Do they? Yes, you missed the cheesecake. <laughs> there were pieces of cheesecake. <laughs> There's no cheesecake in this episode. No, we have not had a single cheesecake yet. Still, no cheesecakes. Anyway, so they come in from the lanai, and Jonathan is talking about, we find a little exposition about him, that he's talking about, he was on, like, a school break from Harvard, and, you know, we know he's a psychiatrist, so he's gone to either undergrad or, like, gotten his, you know, medical degree from Harvard, one or the other, or both, who knows, uh, and that he decided to go somewhere to be away from everybody. So he goes to Nairobi, and who does he run into but his college roommate? <laughs> and Blanche goes, small world. And then she's like, oh, I'm sorry. Because she keeps saying stuff like that. Like, uh, whenever they ask what, you know, like she goes to bring out the, earlier she went to bring out the, um, the appetizers, the hors d'oeuvres, yeah. yes. And it was shrimp, and all she does is, Come out with a plate and goes to sit it down and says, shrimp, and then just keeps going. Like, she doesn't sit it down and, like, swirls back around. And then that's when Dorothy goes in to talk to her about being unsouthered. And they're like, "Um, oh, well, dinner, it'll be fine. And what are we having? And then Dorothy pauses for the longest time and then goes. it's a good pregnant pause. Short ribs. And then lets the door swing behind her as she goes in the kitchen. Oh, the comedic timing in this episode is killer. And I love it that, like... And, like, Rose would be dumb enough not to think about any of that. Yeah. Because she knew what they were having. So, you know, whatever. It's funny. Um, not even dumb enough. Just naive enough. Yes. Yes. Oblivious enough. That's it. Um, anyway, so then they're talking about... What were they talking about? Dessert or cleaning up or something. Like, Rose is going to go in the kitchen and do something after dinner and Jonathan's like, oh, I'll come with you. So then... Coffee. Coffee. Yes, coffee. So then... And by coffee, I mean Rose is like, I'm gonna go make coffee. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> like, actual coffee. Uh, <laughs> so, Dorothy and, and Blanche are talking about how great of a person he is and everything, and they're glad that they finally got to meet him and blah, 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 and... You know, he seems really cool because he had made a speech about how it doesn't matter. You know, he's used to people looking at him and it doesn't matter because he knows who he is and who cares if he'd like to know what it'd be like to be a sinner in the Boston Celtics, but he <laughs> feels pretty good about himself. You know, mm-hmm. it's something that people should should probably live by. Just 
be who yeah. you are and be He's proud about that. He's got a good that. philosophy on life. Yes. I like this dude. Yeah, definitely. Anyway, and so they're going on about how great he is, and then and then Blanchett's, and he's wearing the most adorable little gray suit I've ever seen. <laughs> and Dorothy's just like, you just can't help yourself. <laughs> and then I'm like, does that mean, like, she can't help herself by making, like, accidentally making small jokes, or she can't help herself by, like, saying something about a man's looks, you know? Because right. the way it comes out of her mouth, the most adorable little suit I've ever seen, sounds like the way I would be talking about Chris Evans or something. I mean, right. really. <laughs> oh, see, I was picturing more like she was talking about... How, like, adorable he is? Like a little kid who wears yeah, a suit like, is really but, cute. But coming out of Rue McClanahan's mouth as Blanche, it does True. not come across that way. A little and I know that's not how it was probably written, but it's so hilarious because it sort of fits... Always, right. you know, and I love it. Don't <laughs> little suit I've ever seen. <laughs> uh, anyway, so then, um, Sophia bursts through the door. Oh, yeah. She's got her suitcases. She's kind of annoyed because turns out her dumb grandson failed and doesn't get to graduate. From grooming school. So, she's like, forget this. I'm leaving. I'm outie. Bye, Phil and all. (laughs) (laughs) Can you see her say, I'm outie? Because I can. (laughs) Brooke just did, like, the hand and the neck thing. It was funny. Uh, See, if I would always say that, I'd be like, outie 5,000 or something like that. Because it's so, like... (laughs) 90s and hilarious. Um, <laughs> High five. A psycho! <laughs> ah, what's with the 90s? Um, <laughs> uh, she really did not give me a high five, by the way. No, I... I, I she really did psych. <laughs> she was not like a joke. She really did, and I'm really... I'm really distraught. She fell for it! <laughs> Okay, anyway, so Sophia comes in. No, no, no more sugar. Um, so, you know, Sophia is, is there and she's kind of like, oh, uh, he's an idiot and blah, 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 whatever. Well, in the meantime, Rose and, and Jonathan walk in and you hear the audience. Oh. Like the audience are like, oh. You can feel. And then like the girls are kind of like bracing themselves. Oh. And and you know, just the thing where she chews on her knuckles. Yes, <laughs> and um, you see, like, like she start like they're kind of like introducing who he is, and she walks over and she goes, "I don't mean. I hope this doesn't sound so rude." And then everybody like they're sort of like they're prepping for yes, it. Yes, you know, like totally like tension in the room. You can feel it. She's like, but I've been on this long trip and I'm going to go take a nap or something. Like she, yeah, she turns out like she doesn't say anything She's about excusing herself. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm going to go take a nap. Cause, what I love about this is her yeah. and him are the same height. Right. Yeah. She's a little bit taller than him. Yeah. They're like, they're eye eye each other in the eyes and I love it. So then she goes past him and she's like, Dorothy, can I talk to you for a minute? And waves her over. Dorothy comes over and she's like, Emma. yeah, yeah. She's like, Dorothy, is that guy a midget? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and she's like, good. Because I thought I was having another stroke. <laughs> <laughs> Which would be weird if she only saw, like, one person look different <laughs> while having a stroke. <laughs> but, you know. It's someone who she had never met before. <laughs> right. Random. Anyway, so I guess maybe because she would remember people, she would... I mean, anyway. I don't know. I've never had a stroke. That's true. <laughs> Anyway, so Sylvia exit. Um, then they all sit down for like 30 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's like, oh, well, I gotta go. No you know. time for coffee that you yeah. just worked hard to we make We just went me. to go make coffee and we must have drank the whole pot while we were in the kitchen for a minute. Uh, yeah, real low. <laughs> so maybe maybe making coffee was their euphemism for something. <laughs> This is Rose we're The range of faces that Cindy just had was awesome. It's kind of like, oh, no. It was Rose, <laughs> you know, kind of thing. Like, it was great. You could see all of the, like, thoughts in her head on her face just now. Um, 
Anyway, so he goes to leave, and of course Rosa escorts him to the door, and she's like, oh, I'll see you at work tomorrow, Jonathan. And he's like, oh, yeah, that's great. I, you know, can we have dinner, we have dinner tomorrow? tomorrow? And I've really got something important to talk to you about. And she's just like, okay. Okay, sure. Yeah, and she shuts the door, and she, like, leans on the door, and she's so excited because she thinks he's going to ask her to marry him. And then everybody's like, oh, <laughs> like Art? Blanche was going through the kitchen door with a tray and like you hear it shatter because she drops it you know I don't think that was a bit of an overreaction it was hilarious it and was funny. yeah no it was hilarious because then they're like they're she's like no I really think so because we've been having such a great time and it's only been three weeks and blah 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 blah, blah and all this stuff and they walk into the kitchen and then she ends up helping sweep up so I thought that was good that yeah. That it wasn't like, oh, it was just funny, she dropped the thing, and then they cut, and then they go to the kitchen, but she actually is sweeping it up, so, sweeping up the mess. Um, anyway, and so they're all talking about it, and about if she should, and she doesn't know if she should, and she really likes him, but she's not sure, because she's kind of embarrassed to be seen places with him, because he's small, and she can feel that everybody's staring at him. But it doesn't bother him, so it shouldn't bother her. But she's still self-conscious about yeah. it, which has her feeling conflicted. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, that happens. Right. That happens with lots of different types of people. I mean, my husband has gray hair, and I look like a child, so people always think we're related. <laughs> Not anymore, but they used to. And I was telling Cindy yeah. the story yesterday at work that people, of all the times that people have thought that he was my dad... That's uncomfortable. And I didn't tell you about the time that the guy at work thought my dad was my boyfriend. And I'm like, I'm married, you idiot. And this guy's also 30 years older than me because he's my dad. I guess because he thought I was, he looked out the window and saw me hugging somebody who, a dude who was my size. I'm like, he has white hair and a beard. He's old. (laughs) I love you, dad. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, my dad is not my type at all. He's, anyway. My dad is not my type. <laughs> no. Some people, go on, some people end up dating people who are like their parents. That's yeah, true, yeah. And they're fine with that. Yeah. No. Like, no. I love my dad, but he and I are too much alike. <laughs> yeah. For me to not murder someone like that. <laughs> um. Anyway, there's a little bit of, <laughs> a little extra too much information. Um, <laughs> let me, let me find out where I am. Okay. So, up. you know, they're sweeping up and Rose says, you know, how big a man is shouldn't make or break a relationship. <laughs> Dorothy goes, not a word, Blanche. <laughs> Cause you could tell Blanche is about to say she something. She was going to say something. <laughs> Um, anyway, and Blanche says, you know, she's been in similar situations, and then, you know, Rose asked if it was a little person, and Blanche is like, no. And she was like, it, Benjamin, you know, and my, it, it, I remember his name was Benjamin, and in some, in my town, just some people didn't mix. And she goes on to tell this story about how she, how they would meet in secret. So, yeah, and their relationship was getting, you know, more serious, and then he asked her to prom, and she's, she walked in to prom, her senior prom on Benjamin's arm. And, and everyone was staring. Yeah, and she felt so proud and all this stuff. And and um, then Dorothy... No, wait. Yes, Dorothy said, it's really sad. Oh, wait, wait. I thought I had... Oh, yes, I knew I had a specific thing that I wanted to say. Um, Blanche said, you know, should she go... To the prom or bow to pressures of an unjust society. (laughs) (coughs) I love it when Blanche tells stories. I do too. It's so melodramatic. It's great. And so then, you know, and then she talks about how she walks in the gymnasium with Ben and she followed her heart and it was great. Well, Dorothy's like, that's so sad that you could be kept apart just because he was black. And And Blanche is like, what? He wasn't black. He was a Yankee. He's he was from, from New, New Jersey. Jersey. I went to my senior prom with a Yankee, is what she <laughs> says. It's one of my favorite lines, again, from Blanche. Oh, and Dorothy says, 
incredible to think they made a movie about that deadbeat Gandhi <laughs> when, when a story like this hasn't been told. <laughs> and so Rose is like, I think I'm going to go to bed, you know. And so she leaves. and But, you know, I don't know why. Dorothy and Blanche decide they have to follow her into her room. Right. Like, I guess maybe they realized that their stories did not help her any and they need to like go and go follow her and they're like oh you know just you just maybe you should sleep on it and you'll make the right decision you know you'll you'll feel better in the morning and all that kind of cliche stuff so they walk out and rose falls asleep in her clothes on the bed this is one of those moments when we had to pause the DVD. Yeah. Because we were freaking out over how enormous Rose's bedroom right, is. Right, exactly. Like, she has... Holy cow. A, like, her... Like, a queen-size bed. Like... But then there's, like, a full living room suit. Yeah. And a fireplace. And, like, she and has her own bathroom because they all have their own bathrooms. Somehow. Anyway. Um, yeah, but Rose, she definitely has the biggest room that we've yeah, seen. Yeah, like, like, why isn't her room bigger than Blanche's? And I, the only thing I can... Guess is that Blanche has a bigger closet slash bathroom, maybe? Which I feel like would be her priority. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. And maybe that had been her and and George's room and she had to move to a different room. Oh. I don't know. Oh, too deep. Yeah. (laughs) Too deep for a show that was not meaning to go there. You know, all of their bedrooms are pretty big. I think Sophia's is the smallest. Yeah. Sophia's and Dorothy's are about the same. They're just different shapes. Yeah. And Blanche is, she's got a, like, a reading nook with some chairs yeah. and stuff. But I don't think it's near as big as No, Rose's. no, I don't think so either. <clears throat> like, not quite, no. Because at this point, we've now seen all of their bedrooms. Right. Right. Um, anyway, so yeah, so we paused it and all that. And we it was kind of like that. the wave, you know, like, started blurring because, you know, and the heart playing. So you know that she's going to sleep and it's a dream or whatever. Cue dream sequence. And yes. Blanche is, like, saying something and they have the oh, stupid right. echo. You hear her, like, you oh hear Blanche's voice echoing. Why don't you sleep um, on it? Just sleep on it. Sleep, sleep on it. Sleep on it. Yeah. Oh, it was, <laughs> or whatever. That's a dumb effect. Uh, hilarious. <laughs> I hate it, but I love uh, it. <laughs> anyway, so... Uh, Rose wakes up in her dream. Not in real life. And she's wearing a wedding dress and this crazy sort of like 60s veil where they got the short veils that kind of like poof out and they're big and yeah. kind of square. Oh, but I thought but it her was dress pretty. was nice. I mean, Even I don't know about the veil. The I dress was, was nice. The dress was nice. The for dress was dress. nice. Better than that one. It, Yeah. Like, no. Yeah. Her, her dress was nice. I liked it. But like, I don't know. I don't know about the whatever. I, yeah. I guess she's, I don't know. And I guess because it was a dream, so it was kind of like, it would be funny because she's an older lady to put her in a white dress and a veil. Because she probably wouldn't wear a white dress if she's already been married once or whatever and probably wouldn't wear a veil either. It's a colored yeah. dress, but anyway. still that's <clears throat> under the white. Right, yeah, yeah. Instead of like an actual, like, soup, like more like beige or darker yeah. sort of cream kind of dress or whatever. Um, anyway, so... Blanche and Dorothy come in, and they're talking like this, because it's a dream, so they have to talk kind of weird, And they're very animated. Yes. They're making crazy arm movements. And I'm like, wondering if, like, is this how Rose sees the world? <laughs> Just in general? Yeah. Because, first of all, fun. <laughs> Second of all, whimsical. Yes. Yes. Um, like, like, there's one point where, like, Blanche says something, and Dorothy, like, makes, like, she's laughing and does this, like, weird little hand motion yeah. where it's, like, up high, in the middle, down low, like, ha, ha, ha kind of motion, but doesn't, like, say anything. Like musical theater for eight-year-olds. Yeah, it was. <laughs> Great. Yeah. And they're all just walking around and, oh, it's your wedding day. You <laughs> need to, you know. and Big <laughs> smiles and everything is cheeky and grinny. <laughs> and then Sophia comes in wearing a priest costume, carrying her, her purse. Her, her I don't think we've purse. ever seen her without that purse. Oh, carrying Not the wicker purse. I love it. And she's got the little hat. Like, yeah. you know, most, like, it's sort of like, not like a cardinal hat. No, but, like, somewhere in between, like, the little short kind of hat, sort of, like, with a little ball on top. I can't think of, like, what sort of level. Yeah. Because I don't think a regular priest would wear that anymore anyway. No. Not any time that I'd ever been to church. I'd never seen it. Just regular level priest wear something like that. Anyway. Um, oh, but it's great. Yeah, and it's, it's just hilarious. And She's, Rose is like, 
why are you dressed as a priest? <laughs> and Sophia goes, it's your dream. Wait, I don't know. She says, I'm marrying you. And then so, and, and, and Rose, oh, you know, kind of thing. And then she says, it's, oh. why the hell do I know? It's your dream or something like that. Yeah. You know, anyway. So she's still sort of Sophia, and then they're talking about the dream. And then <laughs> Rose's dad comes in, and Blanche is like, she's like, Rose says, Daddy? And then Blanche goes, Your dead daddy? (laughs) Oh my god. Your dead daddy? Just like that. That was a good I love it. And so he comes in and he's a little person in overalls and like a plaid shirt. Because if you remember, her father was a farmer because that's all there are in Minnesota, apparently. And, And, you know, like, she's wondering why he looks so small and. Dorothy in her weird dream voice is like, because his size never mattered to you. Uh, but turns out he really wasn't a, a advertised person, and he's only showing up as a small person in the dream to make a point that it doesn't matter if if you love somebody, it shouldn't matter because uh, you love them. That's what love is. A duh, you know. A <laughs> duh. <laughs> Dead daddy didn't say that, but um. <laughs> Um, and he, you know, and he's like, you just need to follow your heart and, uh, you know, do whatever feels right, you know, that kind of thing. And, um, uh, he says, and besides, you know, nobody can predict the future. And then, and then, (laughs) um, (laughs) God, Blanche is like, except for renowned psychic Gene Dixon. And it's like, What? Say that again? <laughs> this, yeah, and so then this lady comes in. In the 80s, I didn't know who this woman was. I don't know who this woman is. She's got, like, big hair and, like, too much makeup and is wearing, like, a hat on the back of her head and I don't know. And she's apparently, she was some sort of renowned psychic. So I had to look her up. Apparently, this lady said in 1958 that the winner of the... Of, of the 1960 election will be a Democrat and he'll be assassinated or die in office from an illness or something. So, of course, JFK wins. He's a Democrat. He gets shot. Whatever. That kind of deal. Right. So, oh, she's wonderful. But yeah. then later, later on, when she finds out who's running, then she says she knows it's going to be Nixon who wins. So that's completely opposite. Yeah. And so it's... Anyway, so they just ignored all the wrong stuff, which was a lot more wrong stuff than the right stuff, and then they just thought she was great about all the right stuff. Yeah. You know, this wouldn't happen with social media, because everybody would have been like, bitches, (laughs) bitches are wrong, you know, or whatever. And apparently, because of this effect on, like, the media and the populace of her making some good predictions and them coming out, people... That that became the Gene Dixon effect. And I'm like, why did not not come the Nostradamus effect? Because people sure thought that Nostradamus said a lot of stuff that he didn't. Honestly. (laughs) And even stuff now. Like, oh, he predicted that the World Trade Center was going to fall. Which is this the one that has? No. Dang it. It's It's the the next next one that has a reference reference to the World Trade Center. Anyway. (laughs) And so it's like. Yeah. You know. I don't know. Anyway. Sorry. It should be Nostradamus effect, not Gene Dixon effect. Because nobody remembers Gene Dixon anymore. Mm-hmm. Indeed. <clears throat> Who? Who? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so it's hilarious. Gene Dixon, whatever. So then, uh, Jonathan enters wearing... My dad's tuxedo from his wedding, apparently. <laughs> nice. Like, the white coat and stuff. <laughs> um, they wouldn't have had to let it out much for my dad. Because um, he's small like me. Mm-hmm. I did not know that. <laughs> he's like 5'3". <five>, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. smaller than me. <laughs> um, yeah, me and my stepmom are like the same height, but my mom is like an inch taller than my dad. Anyway, um... Too much, too much of my family information here. Come on, <laughs> that's everything in your family history. Anyway, Start so he now. comes in, and everybody they tell they tell everybody to get out. And <laughs> Sophia says, 
why are we even in this dream if you're gonna make us leave? <laughs> Sophia's love, the only one who's just like herself. Who's pretty close to normal. Yeah. yeah. You know, except for her wearing a, you know, a priest outfit and saying she's gonna marry people. Otherwise, she's pretty much herself. Yeah. So that's great. Um, <laughs> so, you know, she, they're t- her and Jonathan are talking and she realizes she doesn't care and they can... Like, any problem, big or small, or some cheesy thing like that. And so then she wakes up, and she's, like, hugging her pillow, and she's, like... He asks her to marry him. Oh, yes, yes. In the dream. Yes, and And she's she's going, yes, yes, yes. yes." And, like, she wakes up saying yes and hugging her pillow, and Dorothy and Blanche come in, and they're wearing their pajamas, so we assume that she's falling asleep in her regular clothes, and it's the middle of the night now. And they come in, and they're, like... Wake up! Wake up! What's wrong? Are you okay? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then she sits up, and she's still, like, grasping the pillow. Like, she's got, like, a queen-size bed, but king-size pillows, which I think is amusing. Yeah. And so she's, like, got her arms wrapped around this pillow, and she's like, and I love Jonathan, and I'm, I'm gonna marry him, and I'm gonna stay with him, and blah, 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 and all this stuff. And so then... Sophia comes in because not only does she hear like Rose mumbling, now she hears the other girls talking, and she's just like, "What's going on?" Dorothy says, <laughs> "Dorothy is it Dorothy that she said? Oh, that Rose is is gonna is gonna keep seeing Jonathan." <laughs> and Sophia goes, <laughs> and "Sophia goes, that's great, but we're all adults here. <laughs> Let the man out of the pillowcase. He can." We don't care if he spends the night. <laughs> and Rose kind of lets go of the pillowcase, kind of like, oh, did you think, you know? Because she has, like, a king-size pillow. It's a giant uh, pillow. Which is terrible, but it's hilarious. It's so funny. Oh, Sophia. Uh, anyway. I want that brain. <laughs> I want to be able to come up with just witty remarks. You need a team of writers. <laughs> Okay. Where do I get one of those? Uh, that I don't know. <laughs> anyway, so, um, it cuts to the next night. Uh, they're eating dinner. Oh, sorry. Rose and Jonathan are eating dinner. Anybody could have been eating dinner. Mm-hmm. Sorry to be so vague. Um, so Rose and Jonathan are eating dinner. They're at a French restaurant. She's asking him what he got, and he said trout. And she's like, what do they call it in France? He goes, Lay trapped. <laughs> so that was amusing. Um, you know they're they're kind of going back and forth about dinner, and she's kind of gushing about how wonderful he is, and how she's finally she's really great with how everything's going, and she loves loves him. Blah 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 blah. All this kind of mushy stuff, and he's like, um, you know. I really care for you, and we're getting really serious, but I think we need to talk, you know, kind of thing. He's like, we need to, like, you know, you need to, like, accept a person for who he is and totally, you know, be in, be for who they are and not worry mm-hmm. about it and blah, 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 blah. And I actually wrote blah, 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 you know. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, of course, Rose is like, oh, I know, I know, and I'm totally fine with your height and all this stuff, and it doesn't bother me anymore. And he's like, "Why? Why my height? No, I'm talking about that." He's like, yeah, "You're not Jewish, you know, kind of thing." What? You know, like she's Rose, taking a bath. Yeah, she's like, "Excuse me." She's like, "You're dumping me because I'm not Jewish," and she sort of gets like, she gets real defensive, and she, she stands, stands up, up, and, and she and starts like talking loud to him, and he's like, "Everybody's looking at you," and she's like, "Me? Everybody's looking at you." Ah. And, and he then, says, yeah, but I'm used to it because I'm a very snappy dresser. <laughs> and they both just start giggling. Yeah, it's like, and it's the cutest, most precious, innocent, yeah, sweet it, thing. it's so great because they both realize how ridiculous they've, they're both they being, being you know? And so, you know, she sits back down and they kind of talk down. It's kind of like, oh, it's all right. You know, she'll miss him and he'll miss her or whatever. But, you know, he wants to be picky and keep Judaism in his line. Like, we were talking the other day. Yeah. His kids wouldn't be Jewish if he didn't have, they didn't have a Jewish mother, but they're too old to have kids, so it wouldn't matter. But, but still. <laughs> um, he just wanted to keep that in his family or whatever. But, um, Anyway, the, God, it's terrible. The server walks up and is like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. how was the shrimp? And 
<laughs> and Rose says, unfortunately, I'll never know. You see, he's Jewish. And God. <laughs> I just started laughing. She's like, I just, and it sort of ends there. And I'm just laughing so hard. Oh, this was a good one. Uh, anyway. Oh, <clears throat> man. So, that brings us to the awards. Oh, I didn't. Oh. Also, I forgot about Gene Dixon talks about whenever they ask Gene Dixon about what's going to happen, uh, she spouts off uh, Brooke Shields. If you know, if you've seen any of the Lazy Boy commercials, you've seen Brooke Shields. She used to be on Suddenly Susan back in the 90s. It was a pretty good show. She was like a teen star, you know, back in the early 80s. And no, I was not named after her. <laughs> um, she mentions Ted Kennedy, who is uh, one of the Kennedy kids, JFK's brother or something, or uncle or cousin. I don't remember who he is anymore. Anyway, uh, and Jackie O, who was JFK's wife, and the O stands for Onassis after she got remarried. Um, anyway, so you know she spouts all that off, and then they're like, "No, no, no! What's what's going to happen with Rose?" <laughs> And then, of course, she can't see what's going to happen. Yeah, I don't know. Because she's probably not real. Uh, <laughs> probably skeptics out there. Anyway. And she could not tell us she was going to win our awards either. But that's all right, because we figured it out ourselves. <laughs> so, for the Best Shoulder Pads Award, we decided... Um, <laughs> Sophia looked so snazzy in her priest costume... That it would have to be her. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there were lots of good outfits in this one, but just, I don't know. Sophia was in this episode so little. Huh, little. Right. Uh, <laughs> but, um, just that I priest. see what you uh, did there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the worst. <laughs> um, you just can't help yourself. <laughs> I'm, God, what's that character? I'm Britta from Community. <laughs> I'm the worst. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Sophia, she was just, it was great. It looked natural on her, though. <laughs> like, she could pull it off. Yeah, you know. Well, I mean, she does end up becoming a nun later. <laughs> have you have you seen that one? Okay. I feel like I remember it, but I don't remember the details behind oh, it. It was on the other night. I was watching this. It. It pretty funny. All right. Uh, sorry. This <laughs> Our zinger... We are giving to the guest star of the show, Dr. Newman. Dr. Jonathan Newman. Dr. Jonathan Newman the fourth. Um, <laughs> when Dr. Jonathan Olivier Newman Clancy Periwinkle the Periwinkle of the Polo Society. Um we're giving it to Dr. <laughs> Newman. The Kensington Periwinkles. Newman Periwinkles. <laughs> Um, when Blanche is all flustered, like, she doesn't know how to act around him, um, and the zinger goes to, she's pretty uptight. I'm gonna have fun teasing her tonight. (laughs) And it's like, unfortunately, only Rose hears it, so it's only sort of a zinger, but it was pretty good. Yeah, it was, it was good. It's a pretty good thing. All right, we gave the St. Old Story Award to Blanche. And the About her story about her and Benjamin going to prom. Uh, because as all Blanche stories go, it was super dramatic, way over the top, and really didn't have as big of a payoff at the end as you expected, but that was, you know, the punchline, so. Yeah. It's good stuff. Anyway, so that brings us to how many cheesecakes? Yeah. We're gonna give this, even though there's still no cheesecakes in sight. I wonder when that becomes a thing. I don't know. Maybe not even until the second season, which would not be fun. I mean, how many seasons are there? Seven. So that's a lot of cheesecakes. Yeah. They still eat a lot. Yeah. They like to eat at late at night and talk. I about appreciate stuff. these girls. Yeah. They know how to live life. <laughs> yes. We've realized in all aspects they know how to live life. Honestly. Yeah. I aspire to be a golden girl. <laughs> Um, anyway, cheesecakes. I was very generous with my cheesecakes oh. in this episode. Oh. Four cheesecakes. All right. It's, I mean, we're still on season one, <laughs> but this is one of my favorite episodes so far. I don't know nice. if I've ever, you know, seen it in syndication or anything before. Oh, right. This might be the first time I've seen it. Um, 
I really enjoyed it. Before Hallmark Channel got them, they didn't necessarily show all of them or in the same or you know, or in the correct order or that kind of thing. Right. But once the Hallmark Channel got them, they showed them in order. So whatever they show from 10 a.m. to noon every day is what they show from 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. Mm-hmm. at night. But it'll, so those four episodes are in order, and then what, you know, what the last one of those episodes, it comes right before the next episode the next morning when they play them. So they, you know, if you watch it on there every single day, if you have cable, Cindy does not have cable, but if you were to watch them on there every day, you would see every single one of them in order as they, like, as they aired. Well, not as they aired, because, you know, they cut for time, because they cut them down from the... 23, 24 minutes or whatever to uh, 20, 22. 20 to 22 minutes, depending. Yeah. And also, some of them on Hallmark will bleep out if they say bitch. Because every once in a while, someone will get called a bitch, which is hilarious. Really? You or, can't say bitch on Hallmark? Because I know you can on okay. many other stations. During the day, they can't. This is the thing. They don't during the day. And some of them have been... Some of the ones they show at night are the ones that have been... Edited for the daytime. Right. And then some of them have the the two separate ones. One's edited for the day and one's edited for the night. And, like, ass is bleeped out of one. What other words can you typically get away with saying on cable? It depends on what time of day it is. Okay. Can like, you say damn ever? Yeah, I'm pretty sure they I know you can say have hell. one there. Um, Bitch. After 1230, you can say shit for okay. sure. and. And fuck, I think, after 12.30 on, wow. cable. on cable. Because whenever I watch... Um, I've never heard the F-bomb drop Oh, ever. yes. Uh, because on Comedy Central, definitely, they have it where they can. Because they'll show, like, the South Park movie uncut at, like, 1 in the morning or whatever. Cool. So... Um, when does that, like, reset? Like, 6 a.m., 5 a.m.? Yeah, something like that. Um, but, like, 12.30 is the cutoff because you can watch at midnight and there's stuff that they bleep out that they'll let them say... On the next show, but not all the shows. Like I watched the meltdown with Jonah Kamel. This is not anything that needs to be on this co- podcast, but <laughs> that they they let them say things because they don't re-air them before that. If somebody oh. wants their show to like re-air, if Amy Schumer wants her show to re-air like any other time of day, she's not going to have that kind of stuff in her right. show because she wants it to re-air because she wants more people to see it, right, or whatever. Or check at that, you know, like anybody. Um, so that's why, but so those shows only get aired at tw- like so they don't repeat because they don't show them any other time, right? Because they can only come on after twelve thirty, right? Okay, I get it yeah. now. I didn't know. Wow, I had no idea. <clears throat> I learned a thing. Yes, I had to like find out what was going on because I I was like, excuse me, what did you just hear? Like when yeah. I'm sitting there, I remember the first time I heard "bitch" on cable TV. I'm like, whoa, when when did that start? I don't remember. I don't remember that. But I do know, like, after after a certain time, they also show red band trailers for movies. Oh. After that 1230 mark. Because I've been watching, Ew. I've been watching, like, that channel, and then, like, a, a trailer will come on. Like, what was it? The Kingsman? And I'm sitting there watching TV, and the Kingsman trailer comes on, and Samuel, Samuel L. Jackson's all like, what the fuck are you doing? Or whatever. And I'm like, what? <laughs> and those, actually, I've seen those air earlier than 1230. Hmm. Because there's only one, you know, one per or whatever. But not much. Right, uh, certain networks, they have, like, an allowance, right? Yeah. yeah. So, and it starts at a certain, like, in England they call it watershed, which is the time of day that they can start being racier or whatever. Okay. Like, Doctor Who comes on, and then there's their watershed, which is, you know, they're calling it from... When, the time when they actually allowed them to have racier stuff. So, they're like, okay, 9 p.m., then you can, or 10 p.m., or whatever, you can show racier stuff. So, that's when, like, Torchwood would come on, because it was a lot more adult. <laughs> oh, yeah. What little I've seen of it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, anyway, which is why the doctor was never on that. But he did go oh. backwards and not go on to the kids' show, because... Now I understand. Yeah. He was on Sarah Jane Adventures, yes, though. Yes, but that was a kid's show, so yeah. he would go backwards okay. onto the less offensive shows. I've never seen Sarah Jane Adventures. I have seen several episodes. It's not too bad for, like, a kid's show. Yeah. But that's not what we're talking about. Yeah. We're talking about... Cow. Golden Girls, and... 
<laughs> I think this one's going to have to be edited. Come on, Cindy. We're only at an hour and four minutes. <sighs> but we don't have time. We just don't have any time. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I think I still give this one a three. Because oh. it's not, I really like it and I enjoy it and it's funny, but I still, it's not. Am I going to regret my fortune? No, story? it's just not one that I think, oh, that's one of my favorites. Like, the ones that are my favorites are my favorites for whatever reasons. Like, I love the TV show Jeopardy, so the one where Dorothy's going on Jeopardy, mm-hmm, I love mm-hmm. it. You know, I mm. love the Beatles, so the one where she's dating a guy who plays a fake Beatle, it's great. Mm. Or whatever, you right. know, those, and those are right together. Um, so I have specific reasons why my favorites are my favorite i guess but no i mean there's a lot of good ones and i don't care you can give it whatever you want this could be the last i good... didn't ask if you cared brooke <laughs> you asked <laughs> if you would regret it so yeah it's not if you cared i don't care if you regret it <laughs> so i give it four cheesecakes brooke gives it three yeah or maybe that. three and a half whatever but i didn't put in decimals in the system three so. and a quarter how many slices are in a cheesecake? Like Five-eighths. Eight. Yeah. <laughs> Three cheesecakes and five slices. Oh, that's what we should have done. <laughs> slices of cheesecake? Slices of cheesecake. Uh, Instead of, you know, a one to five thing or a one to ten thing. What would it be? Like one, one to eight? Because it'd be quirky and different. And dumb. If we <laughs> have slices of cheesecake, if we have slices of cheesecake next time, you know who to blame. Send all your <laughs> tweets to her. Anyway. All right. Super Cindy. Yeah. At S-U-P-E-R-C-I-N-D. And she actually remembers because she hasn't changed it in a while. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) Stop digressing. So thank you for listening. Join us next time for That Was No Lady. And thank you for being a friend. Thank you for listening to Picture It Podcast. Check us out on Facebook at facebook.com slash pictureitpod. And follow us on Twitter at pictureitpod. And check us out on Tumblr at pictureitpodcast.tumblr.com. Or send us an email to pictureitpodcast at gmail.com.